1: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast.
0: Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish
1: and Flick.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 325 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by... Kelly Booze. I love it.
3: Thank you, Kelly. I love we it, won't Kelly. boo you. We're going to cheer. Woo, Kelly. Woo. Woo. That's an adorable name. It is cute. All right. Today,
2: we will be discussing part one of chapter nine of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, A Place to Hide. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to sneak your way through the details. Cute. Hide. Sneak. I like it. You know. Sneaky
0: snake. Snake.
2: Snake shame what for recamp? Re- re- recap <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like where's this going i don't know
1: sometimes uh, people have to
2: say things a certain way so i can get an idea for what i want to do i get it. It's a lot of pressure it it's genuinely a lot i know i understand <laughs> it's okay it's
1: coming up with a way to say recap is a lot of pressure it for is <laughs> and that why,
2: that's why sometimes i'll just yell recap because i just panic <laughs> oh
1: my god
3: Recap. <laughs> Doge and Muriel duke it out over Dumbledore's secrets. Oh. Harry's left feeling like he hardly knew Dumbledore at all. He doesn't have the chance to think on it much because a message arrives at the wedding from Kingsley. Should I read it again? Yes. Yeah. The ministry has fallen. Mm. Scrimgeour is dead. <laughs> they are coming. That is a doornail. And then the link said meow and disappeared.
2: <laughs> Did you hear her?
3: Yes. a <laughs> <laughs> He just kept going. Just no reaction to me anymore. Oh, are we
2: pouring one out for him? Yeah, we should pour no, out. No, not right spring. now. Okay. We're still mad at him. Okay. That's we're, valid. We can pour one out when we find out that he was tortured. Yeah, I like
1: that. <laughs> that's a good idea.
2: Cuz we also don't have beverages.
1: Yeah, that's true. We got a we didn't prepare for that. I have a no, beer of the We're not ready yet. Kind. I had black what? cherry pop. Oh,
2: but you have water. You can't toast with water. I drank it's it. Bad all, luck.
1: So I have nothing.
2: Um, No, we'll do that um, when they're at Grimald Place. And then uh, Harry and Lupin have their big fight.
1: There we go. <laughs> Fun stuff. OK, it's time for a summary. Please. The trio is now on the run. They're in Tottenham Court. And Hermione has it all in her little beaded bag. I said the inflections wrong on that, but...
3: Inflections?
1: I even said it (laughs) it wrong there, too, but y'all know what I mean, so... They head into a cafe, but they say... Voldemort. So Death Eaters show up. They wipe their memories, put the cafe back in order, and then they're off to find someplace safe. A place to hide.
3: Yeah, that's what the trappers called.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> what? Um, I don't know. I just, you're just was, you just you saying you just like real into that.
1: Just pretty I thought you were gonna
2: keep going. I was like, oh, okay. Beer. It's
1: this root beer.
3: <laughs> yes, it is the root beer. Your
1: sarsaparilla. My
2: sarsaparilla. <laughs> I'm like you belong on sheriff Cali. It's
3: <laughs> flavor with no, I, other natural flavors. Mm, I belong uh, flavor. <laughs> <other> flavor. <laughs> I belong in the carousel of progress. No.
1: We're drinking root beer now. Used to be called sarsaparilla Sars-barilla. Sars-barilla. Do you think
3: it'll change again What it'll be called
1: no, Remember when I sneezed
2: and you told me to shut up? Yeah, you interrupted <laughs> it in the, up the show. blessed me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> They were singing Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Yeah. I just don't know, remember the words. I need to hear it again.
1: It's Great Big Beautiful,
2: beautiful
3: tomorrow.
1: tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day.
3: There's a rap version of that. Have I you know ever played God. it for, No, it's amazing. I'm going to play it for you later. It's incredible. I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to make gonna a note so I don't fall forget. Fall asleep to
1: it. Oh, God. We have a bu- 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 bingo. Are you serious? Yeah, I told them to keep it from the last episode. oh i was we're like what, <laughs> what are they? Mi- mia's gonna check it because I, I know she's on it she's she's, she's on, on it um, dag on it like donkey kong make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us then they will too Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and gives you access to all of our exclusive extras. As always, we are accepting Potter stories or just any fun stuff, questions, or concerns to our email, which is SwishFlickCast at gmail.com. Okay. So, let's talk about this.
2: They are coming. Everything is fuzzy s- and slow. It's um Remember when that car like spun out and I almost T-boned them a few weeks ago? Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. Everything felt very slow. Isn't
1: that weird? Yes. That happened to me before.
2: This kind of reminds me of that so like it's panic it's mm-hmm. a serious situation but everything's kind of moving slowly to Harry um, he and Hermione draw their wands they're ready to fight some people are only just realizing that something was wrong and that like a Patronus was talking in the room which I'm sure many of them have never seen in their lives yep um, and as heads turned towards the silver cat it vanishes so it's like they're just too late The reaction was just a little bit too slow. And there's a cold silence that kind of ripples across the entire wedding. And then out of nowhere, someone screams. And that is a sickening line to read. And it just really creeps me out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Yes. And so the crowd starts to go full on panic. It splits and guests are disapparating. Um, And they're able to do this because the protection spells were broken at this point um, because the ministry had fallen. We're getting rid of your protection. You know, we can do whatever we want now. And so they're disapparating. People are running. They're being hustled and bustled around. Hermione is screaming for Ron. And I like feel this in my soul. And he and Hermione are pushing their way across the dance floor. And Harry sees Death Eaters starting to appear in the crowd. He sees Lupin and Tonks and they start casting Protego. Hermione is half sobbing, half screaming for Ron and Harry ends up grabbing her hand, which is great because they need this in a couple of seconds to separate out and lights from spells are whizzing by. They're still being pushed around by other guests who are trying to escape and the panic of this makes my chest feel tight. Like it's it's pandemonium. People don't think. Yeah, you could get crushed in this wizard or not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you know you can get knocked over. Are there children there? You know, we don't know all of what's going on. Only what Harry can see and thinks to tell us in the pages. And I love this line. And it says, Harry seized her hand to make sure that they weren't separated as a streak of light whizzed over their head. Whether a protective charm or something more sinister, he did not know. I love that line. And I find that to be interesting. He doesn't note the colors. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we know a lot, oftentimes, like red. Is bad. Green. Bad. Super bad. Mm -hmm. Super bad. (laughs) Red's usually like a jinx, I would say
3: yeah so like i'm mm-hmm. not sure means like a hex or- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he
2: doesn't he doesn't note that when he's telling us what he knows um so these are kind of unknown where we hear protego but we don't hear anything else um and so and then on and then all of a sudden ron is there right and he grabs hermione and they go harry felt her turn on the spot Sight and sound were extinguished as darkness pressed in upon him. All he could feel was Hermione's hand as he was squeezed through space and time away from the
1: burrow, away from the descending Death Eaters, away from perhaps Voldemort himself. I just like can't even imagine the panic of not knowing what's going on with your loved ones in a place that you just left.
3: I know. And Harry wants to be like let's go back. Obviously they cannot. And that's why Ron like pops off.
1: Yeah. But like I mean, I know. Ron is a little hot. Not even talking about when we're
2: camping. You know? Like, even then, like, he doesn't know. Like, those
1: people mean just as much to Harry as they do to him, but Ron is just in a moment where he doesn't want to hear that.
2: But you
3: have your moment, Ron. He's also dealing with the Horcrux connection. You know? The Horcrux connection.
2: (laughs) Anyways, they land, and Ron's like. And they are on Tottenham Court Road. Tottenham Court Road. I don't know
3: why, like, I always want to say that like that. Tottenham.
1: Tottenham. It's like a very good, like British name for it. It's a real road. Yeah.
3: It's real road, man. It's real road. (laughs) (laughs) Real road.
2: (laughs) Ain't ain't made up. And some harm hermione. Do you remember Tottenham Court Road?
1: I think that we drove through it. Probably. On a bus. Mm. a boost big old red double decker a boost
2: a boost so hermione's like walk we need to move <laughs> walk and we need to find somewhere for you to change so she like she looks fine normal muggleish, right yeah. the boys not so much because they're in dress robes and so harry did as she was asked they half walked and they half ran up the street there's late night revelers out and about and saucy. Merry pub goers are ogling them as they pass. Um, and Ron's like, We have nothing. What are you talking about to change into? And Harry's like, oh, Why didn't I have the invisibility cloak? I've been having it on all last year. And she's like, I got the cloak. I got your clothes. You're fine. And she's like, Just what trying would to be natural do without her nothing they would be dead <laughs> yeah book one. Oh my god so she leads them down the side street and he's like wait a minute when you say you have cloak and clothes and she's like eh, oh my, my small beaded handbag which you can actually purchase mm-hmm. and i can't tell you if it works or not um she's like yes they're in here like It it almost feels like she's a little bit exasperated with them. Like, yes, we have magic. Why are you shocked that I can fit stuff in this small bag? (laughs) Like, just say yes and it's fine. And so, Ron says, quote, how the ruddy hell. (laughs) Undetectable extension charm. Tricky, but I think I've done it okay. Anyway, I managed to fit everything we need in here. And so... The, ba- the bag, I guess, looks fragile in Harry's opinion. And um, she gives it a tiny bit of a shake and it sounds like a number of heavy objects like rolled around inside. And I love this line. <laughs> Quote, oh, damn. That'll be the books. <laughs> She's like <laughs> peering into it. I had them all stacked by subject. <laughs> so Harry's got his cloak now. Um, and Ron needs to hurry up and change. And Harry's like when did you do this and she's like literally told you that I've had the essentials packed for weeks like what don't you get about this <laughs>
1: because she knows yeah, cause she says that she's just like waiting on like clean socks and underwear or something right she yeah like says that like yesterday their time I think Doesn't something she? like something really close to there yeah
2: because she just has a feeling that they might have to make a quick getaway which that's just smart planning during this time, do you want to
1: know what Harry has packed? Harry has an old shard of mirror, <laughs> <laughs> the Marauder's map, not at Hogwarts, <laughs> and an old snitch. <clears throat> <laughs> and that's literally <laughs> <Tiffany's>. it. <laughs> First of all, <laughs>
2: you're not wrong. <laughs> but I would like to point out that one
1: is a hollow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The locket. One saves the. <laughs> no, the hollow. The hollow. Yeah, is the, is the stone, That's right? But he does also have a, a locket fake, that is a fake nothing. Locket, yeah. <laughs> That's
2: meaningful for creature because he comes back and leaves the house elves with their little butcher knife. Tips, tips
1: off. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm not saying they're not important. <laughs> and I'm that just that saying little... they would not keep him. <laughs> Alive while camping.
2: And he spies okay. <laughs> on Ginny to keep morale up. Okay. Mm, yeah. And the little slash Amir. I said forth. it saves their A double snakes. It does. It does save- and so Ron is like, You're amazing. You are. And she's like, Thank you. Is that from the book? Is that general thanks in the book? Is that going <laughs> to get you somewhere, Ronald? <laughs>
1: or is it just real? Gosh.
2: Um, okay. So. They're automatically thinking about everybody else that they left behind. And rightfully so. But Hermione has kind of the same mindset as the Order. Like, she's really been ready for this. She says, we can't worry about that now. It's you after. Harry. We'll just put everyone else in danger by going back.
1: Which is super true.
2: And I said, from Hagrid to Hermione, it's got to be Harry Potter first because that's how we're going to end everything. So he's thinking about Jenny being back there and and they're trying to talk themselves into the fact that most of the order that is there it's going to be okay. That's not true at all though. Um I mean, what I've they have no to tell
1: themselves in the moment. Right.
2: No one no one dies, but people do get tortured because of this break and the ministry falling. Um I think uh Tonks parents do get tortured. Yep. Um and the thought of Jenny like made fear like bubble up like acid in his stomach and I'm Mm -mm. no being that panicked I know that feeling (sighs) and Ron's like why this street and she's like I don't know I just figured that we would be safer in the muggle world (coughs) rather than wizarding and what that's a good thought what why are you looking (sighs) at me she's giving me a weird look
1: (laughs) (laughs) what is happening (laughs) nothing (laughs) Now she you purposefully looks-
3: won't look at her. Uh,
1: she like looks a little conspicuous right now, doesn't she? What are you doing?
3: Yeah, what are you up to? Well Tiff is reading Meg's part.
1: Oh um. um.
3: yeah, she is. But she's doing a great job. And Meg didn't say anything.
1: I didn't even notice. Well where where did you start? Uh Harry threw the invisibility cloak around himself. Oh man, I was way into your part. <laughs> 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 well, go okay, okay, ahead. All right. I'm all done. whale. Well. hey. Okay, the thought of Ginny. Sorry, well, I, I made that awkward acid. like do I do anything else. You know yeah, what? Why
2: didn't you just say something? No, good. because it that's what I do.
1: I heard <laughs> you say the part about like Ginny and the fear, and I was like, yeah. oh well, maybe she's just like generally talking about like that feeling he had. And then you started talking about like safe from the Muggle world, and I was literally thinking, I was like, wait, and
3: and that's, that's what happens that, when you yeah. don't. Do your ouch kids. If you were doing a fantastic job. Well thanks. And you can just, you know, you guys got a lot of tiff today. Um I do
2: like so, to talk.
1: <laughs> men started wolf whistling at Hermione and gross. like this is so gross. And actually, this happened to us in London, and it's literally mm-hmm. never happened to me anywhere else but London. Isn't mm-hmm. that like
3: interesting? Yeah, that was uh not, not great. It was gross and it
1: was Going to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Wolf whistles? Yeah.
3: They were very intoxicated. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse. They
1: were, like, literally peeing on a wall in a hall, in a, like, Mm -hmm. um... I've experienced some undesirable wolf whistling in my time. So um she said that they had nowhere else to go like they can't go to the leaky cauldron
3: that's in london
1: they can't go to grimald place and she was like well maybe my parents house but there's a chance that they'll check there um i think that they look at the paws (laughs) i think that they definitely um that's a really (laughs) cute
2: cat (laughs) sorry Sorry, guys my my sister sent me a, a picture of squeaky mcgee can I tell a really quick story? Yeah. You, we can go back to your part so you can start over because this is kind of rude of me. But I meant <laughs> to tell you last night. She meowed at the bedroom window. Ashley let her in. She came in, attacked Ashley's feet, and then meowed to get out. <laughs> like, spent minutes just beating the tar out of Ashley's feet. And like, choo, 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 choo. Like, crazy cat stuff. And then was like... Meow, meow, meow. She had the frisk. Squeaky McGee. She want,
3: She knew what she wanted to do. Yeah. She did it. She's she a professional biscuit maker, too.
1: Mm-hmm. That's funny.
3: Back to Harry Potter.
1: Um, I do think that they would have gone to Hermione's house pretty quickly. So I think that was mm-hmm. probably a good call on them to not go there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so they hurry into this cafe to get away from like the gross men. And Hermione is just... As she should be, paranoid. She keeps checking over her shoulder. Um, Harry didn't like that they were suddenly stationary because to him, like, walking was giving him the illusion that they had a goal.
3: Mm-hmm. I understand that.
1: <clears throat> and I, like, I don't know why. When I when I was reading this again, I, like, forgot that he was under the invisibility cloak because that doesn't happen in the movie, you know? No, he's
3: just straight up Harry.
1: Yeah. So his, the, the polyjuice potion is, like, bubbling away. It's, like, mm-hmm. wearing off. Um, and he's becoming himself again underneath the cloak. And Ron again suggests going to the Leaky Cauldron. And Hermione, like, interjects and he is like, just, Ron, we can't. He wants to be comfortable. I know. And he... I do understand because he's like, well, maybe we can get information, though. Like, I'm not saying we can stay there, but maybe we can, like, go scope it. I'm like, no. No. You like, can't. Like, it, the, the thought of that is just absolutely wild to me. I know. He just... Yeah, he just wants... Yeah. I he guess wanting to it somewhere. to be OK
2: and wanting to be comfortable
1: and where you feel comfortable. But but you're not going to get any good info. No, they're not going to get stationed everywhere. You're not going to get any info <laughs> that's going to make you feel any better right now. No. So it's really not worth it. Um, and Hermione, I didn't I guess I didn't realize Hermione was the one to to break the taboo here. Mm-hmm. But she says Voldemort's taken over the ministry what else do we need to know? Way to go, Herm. And how freaking fast... I said taboo alert. ...is that reaction, though. She literally says that the next line of the book. I said that fast. Yeah. I wrote that in my book. She's ordering two two cappuccinos when a waitress comes over, and then a pair of burly workmen enter the cafe and squeeze into the booth next to them. Those are the Death Eaters. they
2: too.
1: Right? Like, they want to blend in. Mm. I It's almost kind of weird, like... Why do they even want to, like, have a moment to blend in? Like, why not just, like, boom, get them? You yeah, know what I mean?
3: Care? I don't
2: know. I guess they don't know who broke I guess Kabu. they don't know who it is, yeah. Yeah. So they kind of have to suss it out. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But
1: it's so fast. It is fast. It's so fast. It is fast. So then she whispers to it looks like just Ron, right? But it's Ron and Harry i say we find a quiet place to disapparate and head for the countryside once we're there we could send a message to the order and this is when we find out that she has been practicing the talking patronus thing
3: (gasps) her little otter
1: right so cute um yeah
3: in crescent city the little otters it's Um, not a spoiler it's just a fun thing yeah
1: so (laughs) this just makes me giggle ron takes a sip of the coffee and thinks that it's gross (laughs) Of course he does. Well, well, they said it's gray. I know. I'm like, that's not right.
2: That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I a lot of cappuccinos, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> that milk should None not be gray. gray.
1: <laughs> uh, so they're like, you know, they he says they should leave. And he asks Hermione if she has muggle money to pay for this. And she says. Yes, that she took out all of her building society savings before coming to the borough, and I said, "WTF is that?" I wondered the same thing and hope someone would look it up. <laughs> I have
0: no I idea. It's just a
1: savings account. It is, but it's um, it is like specific to the UK though. Mm. So, um, Nerd Wallet tells me. Oh well, you know. Building societies are mutual organizations, which means they are owned by their customers. They offer current and savings accounts and mortgages so they can be an alternative option to a traditional bank. Hmm. I still don't really know what that means, but, you know, more power to her. Sounds Hmm. great. She seems responsible with her money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Though I feel like it's probably something that her, like, dad set up for her. You know what I mean? Probably. Where'd she get money
3: from? Her dad.
1: I can't, unless she, you know, was 16 working at a yogurt shop like Joe Alwyn. Amazing.
3: (laughs) Anyway. To make a little money.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay. Um, So two workmen, the two workmen make identical movements. And Harry mirrors them without even thinking. It's just like, uh, it's like just unconscious. You know, he just, he just does it. He sees them move Amazing. and he matches. Which, you know, good it's teacher, what you right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, he should have, he should have become a defense against the dark arts teacher. Mm-hmm. I stayed by that. So all three of them draw their wands. Ron, a few seconds late in realizing what was going on. This is a quote from the book, by the way. Lunged across the table, pushing Hermione sideways onto her bench. I love him. The force of the Death Eater's spells shattered the tiled wall where Ron's head had just been as Harry, still invisible, yelled, stupefy.
2: I think something that we forget about as reading these spells is that everything is kind of like internal damage. Like it's hard sometimes, especially with Avada... Nothing physically is wrong. Yeah, dead, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, like your heart stops and all that jazz. Anyways, nothing on the outside (laughs) and all that (laughs) jazz. But like, not to be real gross, and I apologize, but this is where we're at. But like,
1: his head would have been blown off, right? I guess it depends on the spell, right? But it exploded the tile. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't have ended well, I would assume.
2: Because we don't see a whole lot of, like, outward physical damage from spells. Like yeah, a lot I th- I of it's feel like, like, spell damage. Yeah, I feel like the most we see is, like, in order at the mm-hmm. ministry. Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: But That's even such then... such a good battle scene.
2: Yeah, like, but even then, like, Neville's legs are f- almost comical. Um
1: and a Ginny's lot of it is like, knocked out like yeah. you know it's like utilizing things around them to actually do damage more than actual spells too like yeah. you know like the brains right or yeah. like the orbs or some like the orbs like flying around like causing damage it's not even necessarily always the spell itself yeah but like as far as like
2: cuts and gashes yeah. and stuff we don't see on page a whole lot of that but like go
1: from the bathroom
2: right like that was some of the most graphic that we've seen yeah um so it's just interesting to me like what
1: was that bombarda like what spell was that that he shot at him we don't know
2: yeah yeah and like we've got other people that are um like expulso is another one that was hit and then um A table blew up. So like that. Mm -hmm.
1: Unless like stupefy does that to inanimate objects, maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe. I just feel like we see that a lot. Yeah. Rather than
2: like the physical stuff. Mm hmm. Like, why are we yelling spells at this point? We need to be using nonverbal. People don't need to know what's coming their way.
1: Harry just likes to say spells. I hate it. Like, One I spell. literally
2: hate it. I know. I hate it like, when any grown person says them out loud unless they're teaching a kid. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just feel like Well, at because at this like, point, I want you to be more calculative with the way that you're fighting.
1: Yeah. I agree. I don't know.
2: That's just
1: me. Well, because Hermione's there, right? <laughs> like, Hermione can shoot spells without saying them. Yeah. Um. Thank God for the invisibility cloak, though, because that stupefy that he yells does in fact hit the guy in the face. I can't remember who exactly it is. I think it's Dallish. I think Dollish? it's Thorfin. Thorfin. Oh, Thorfin.
2: Thorfin Ral.
1: Ral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He hits Ral first. The other Death Eater binds Ron from head to foot with black rope. Um. And Harry then shoots another stunning spell, but it's missed by the other Death Eater and it hits the window, rebounds off the window and hits the waitress.
3: No, see, so then Stupefy so must just bounce around. Yeah. So who knows? So
1: who knows threw. what that spell was because that rebounded. Which mm. was interesting. Because like you would think, yeah, it would have like shattered the glass or something. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code
0: PETALS. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Anyway. Katie, it's your turn.
3: So then that death eater that's still standing throws expulso. Says it out loud. Hate it. And it made (sighs) the table behind Harry blow up. So I wonder if that was what was thrown before, but it it just wasn't said. Maybe. Expulso.
1: Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to aim that at someone's head?
0: Of course. They're they're death eaters.
1: Yeah, I know, but like... They don't even know who these people are. You th- you think mm. that they're smart enough to know that that's Ron for sure? I don't Rale know. Raoul seems to
3: be really cl- like high up. I guess. And Dolohov. It's those two right now. They're unhinged. Ugh, Dolohov. They're just literally like these two death eaters in particular they are say- out for blood. Yeah, they said
2: Voldemort they're they're hyped up on ministry falling mm-hmm. right they just, just did this yeah so true, true, we're gonna true. kill everybody that's on that side right now that says this name
1: it's just interesting because I feel like a lot of the times at least in like other books and stuff that I've read like you want to question people right, right. you want to get information from whoever well, you're going well, after you usually, usually but I guess maybe they're just you know, yeah they're a little bit
2: Bring me Harry Potter, kill his friends, the more the better. They're attack happy I think that's a quote
1: from Old Mort. That tracks. But if they can't see Harry, you would think, oh, well, maybe they can tell me where Harry is.
3: Just weird. I don't know. It's extreme. Maybe they don't know who they are. Maybe. Table blows up. Harry goes flying into a wall, drops his wand, and the cloak slips off all at once. Triple Oops triple oops. <laughs> uh, Hermione hits that Death Eater with Petrificus Totalus and he fell like a statue with a crunching thud. Oh,
2: that's Shout satisfying. out to one and why are you yelling a spell?
3: She, sh- I think it- she screamed she it. She screamed it. Screamed it. Also, that's a mouthful. Just say it in your head. I know. That's a lot. I know. By the time you get through a fourth of it, they know what you're trying to do already. Yeah. can block it. Yeah. Anyway, so Hermione goes to get Ron out of the ropes with Defindo accidentally slashes open his knee <laughs> oops because she's <laughs> nervous and shaking and uh, but she does free him eventually so when the chaos is over they come back together and Harry is thinking I should have recognized one of those Death Eaters he was there the night that Dumbledore died mm-hmm. Ron knows them both from some old wanted posters so the one Harry recognizes is Dalahov and then the other one is Thorfinn Rowell I think it's interesting that they just call him Dalahov, but then Thorfinn has, like, his, his first name. and last name. Yeah, Maybe yeah. she
2: wants us to know that. Maybe. What's
3: Thorfinn mean? Thorfinn. Sounds like a fish. It does. Um, So Hermione's like, who cares what they're called? Like, how did they find us, and what are we going to do? They don't know it yet, but Voldemort is taboo now, for sure um so ron's like what are we gonna do with these two like do we kill them they would do it to us and harry's like no like we'll just wipe their memories that would be best um none of them have ever done a memory charm before hermione's never even done it but she knows the theory and it works because she's ba
1: hmm. i still like don't fully comprehend how she can do that but not change her parents so but, like know how to change her parents sh-
2: yeah i think they- have got to be different things because I thought about that too like obliviate is wiping yeah what she did was create differences
1: which I would think would be harder
2: but they're different but I mean yeah. just because you know how to do one hard thing
1: doesn't mean you can do all hard things right yeah
2: wow that was deep guys. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> also I was thinking about this moment and the way that the way that Ron goes from dropping his voice to saying kill them they'd kill us they had a good j- go just now and that that's real that's real wartime mm-hmm. hermione shudders and takes a step back harry is the one that has to think through this because at the end of the day he's kind of the one that's in charge of making these types of decisions mm-hmm. um ron is profoundly relieved to hear that harry doesn't want to kill these guys and I just thought that this moment was very um, like it's their first of many in this real time battle, this war outside of Dumbledore, outside of Hogwarts, outside of those teachers being on his side. This raw, real, pure moment and in interaction with them um, in this real situation with nobody else's input but them these three, right? And it's it just shows you their age for sure.
3: Because who's to say what somebody else in the order would have done? Is there a well, right answer? If we go back to the conversation that Harry and Remus had after right. the Battle of the Seven Potters and mm-hmm. he was telling him like I he's basically he... saying you were a fool for not aiming to kill. Like Didn't... this is war and Harry still holds on to like what Harry believes. If you go, yeah, and if you go through the what ifs, isn't Dalahov
2: the one that kills Lupin? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Harry could have killed him now.
3: Yeah. It's all bad, bad vibes. There's no right answer. I mean, I think the right answer is to not take human life. But, like, there's, like, all the paths align to where they align and, like, you know? Yeah. Sucks. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Do we want to know Thorfinn's etymology?
3: Yeah, yeah, go for it. It's a Norse
1: name and may refer to Thorfinn the Mighty, which is an 11th century Earl of Orkney. Um, he's described as unusually tall and strong, a forceful man, greedy for fame and fortune. He did well in battle, for he was both a good tactician and full of courage. It may also link with Thor, god oh. of thunder, Viking god of thunder, um, mighty warrior of... Mass- massive physical stature. He is described
3: both of them are described as like big huge guys. Yeah. <laughs> huge huge. tracks land. If anybody gets
2: that, please write me a <laughs> message. As <laughs> <laughs> me and please if anybody stare. gets that, please please say you understand. Your That's- buddy Mike said yes. Mike said
3: yes. Oh nice. I feel like Mike gets a lot of what Tiffany says. <sighs> yeah, agreed. And then he relates to me with SpongeBob stuff. Aww. <laughs> um. All right. So Harry's like, okay, can you take care of the other Death Eater? Can you take care of the waitress? Like, Obliviate them both. Me and Ron are gonna clean up. And Ron, like, always wanting to avoid a chore, is like, clean up. Why? <laughs> and Harry's like, don't you think it'd be weird if these two wake up and it looks like a bomb hit the place? Ron like, you should probably make it look clean. convincing, right? Ever. And he's like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> So let's have some humor after a tense moment. Yes, please. So Ron struggles for a minute before he's able to get his wand from his pocket. He says, It's no wonder I can't get it out, Hermione. You packed my old jeans. They're tight. I
2: love the way Jim Dale says this. He goes, They're tight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm so sorry, has Hermione, And as she dragged the waitress out of sight of the windows, Harry heard her mutter a suggestion as to where Ron could stick his wand instead. I
2: love that small bit of normalcy in this moment. Yeah.
3: Truly. So once the cafe's all put back together, they're trying to figure out how they were found. And Hermione's the one that says, do you think you still have the trace on you? And Ron's like, no, it's wizarding law. You can't put that on an adult. And to Hermione's credit, She's like, as far as you know, like, what if the Death Ears found out a way to put it on a 17-year-old? I mean, they just took down the ministry.
2: Yeah, I'd true. probably be thinking the same thing. Because like, isn't that, like, law? Mm-hmm. Like, if if you have laws surrounding, like, what types of protective magic and blah, 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 and all that's broken at the borough
1: now. Right. Yeah, like, like why f- couldn't that be broken, too, yeah. or changed? Who's to say?
3: Yeah, what what Mia said. Wizarding law ain't nothing no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's just... Wizarding law, what's that? <laughs> 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 what was was that <laughs> Disney Coke? Oh, Want well, my empty root beer. <laughs> no, it's not No, Coke. it's not. It's uh, true. It's not a Disney Coke. It's a Stubborn Soda. Anyway. Okay. It is. doesn't say that? Yeah, it's yeah, the brand it's name. The brand. Okay. Crafted the Stubborn way. What does that mean? It's good to be stubborn. <laughs> High quality. No shortcuts. Okay. They don't sponsor us.
2: No. I don't. <laughs> um, Katie owes teeth. Yeah, whatever. Can you not tell us apart?
3: Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Also, Meg owes me for earlier. To put That's true. At dinner Thanks time. for backing me.
2: Mm-hmm. Can't lie your way out of this one. <laughs> Skank. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's okay. I'll earn him back slowly. That's how we roll. <laughs> All at Disney World. <laughs>
3: Uh, Harry... I don't know how to bring it back to this, so I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Harry, um... describes feeling, like, contaminated, like... I hate that for yeah. him. Yeah, he's, like... He, of course, goes to suggest splitting up, because he's like, if I can't use magic, and you can't use magic near me because of this trace, and Hermione puts a stop to that right away, she's like, no, sir, don't think so. Um, So they need to find a safe place to hide to buy some time. Harry immediately suggest grim old place and Hermione's like we just talked Snape about this get in there. right yeah we just talked about this is not a good idea Snape can, it get, it. Snape can <laughs> get it get 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 in there end
1: of this part okay there were a couple good questions let's see um I like this one Katie Kay asks what's your small coffee shop coffee order Definitely not a gray cappuccino. I'll tell you that. It's <laughs> like a regular cappuccino.
3: And no, usually it tastes that's like what the gray stuff. That'd um, be cool. It's delicious. It is. is. Ask the dishes.
2: Um, I, I, I do order cappuccinos at places because I I can usually get like a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Other people's cold brew. I'm like, eh, sometimes it's a little bit much. Cold brew is touchy, and you don't want hot snakes and bubblegut when you're out. No. True.
3: Mm-hmm. I have multiple answers for this. Sorry. If there's a good seasonal drink that sounds good, I'm going for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But never strawberry. Never strawberry. Nobody does it right. No, it's always bad. It's it's always terrible. Anytime
1: there's any type of strawberry flavored latte beverage, it's bad. That sounds horrible, period.
3: It could be great. It could
2: be good if they did it right. No one does it right. Have you ever had a good one? No. No. Okay, then I don't believe you. (laughs) I feel like I could do it right (laughs) Well go knock
1: yourself out I'll try
2: with my espresso Uh, machine I (laughs) think TJ
3: Maxx Has strawberry flavoring But it might be sugar free Mm. Nobody wants that Um, (laughs) I'm gonna
2: go
1: for a flavor I don't want it to be
2: sugar free No I'm not doing this Because of the sugar Mm -hmm.
3: If they offer hazelnut I would like that But like the default if nothing else Is just a vanilla latte see how it tastes Like if I'm going to a new shop Mm. But it's usually a seasonal beverage.
1: Kay. Vanilla latte without milk, or iced, honey cinnamon usually, or honey cinnamon iced is really good. Yeah, oh, I always go hot. Ta-ta. Um, Nikki, first thing that pops into your head? Where are you operating to? Upcut. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding your hand down the <laughs> middle
2: of just Main Street, USA, <laughs> and I'm probably so flustered that I'm
1: going to roll my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all by myself at Epcot. Wow. I, yeah. 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 I don't know. I just mean, my first thing popped in my Feel head. safe was at Street. that castle. Okay. okay. But trust me, freaking love Epcot. Mm. I'll take the monorail over. There you go. You can join us or we could take the monorail to you either way.
3: Mm-hmm. Um in this very hypothetical situation <laughs> me goes, y'all really said don't care I'm getting all these muggles killed It's
1: my." <laughs> <case."> <laughs> you know what that's what Harry Ron and Hermione did too okay yeah they went to a muggly area yeah <laughs> they said that it was busy there were
2: like people going to shows and stuff like that I am going to pop myself in that people mover and I'm gonna <laughs> hop out inside space mountain <laughs> in, the hide. in the dark yep <laughs>
1: Uh, last one is from Mike. What was your favorite or weirdest job you had as a kid or teenager? I was a prep cook at a summer resort.
3: Um, I decorated cakes in the Kroger Bakery. Dude, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I only had one job as like a teenager or kid. Cashier at Mark's. Mark's. Yeah, cashier. Mark's is basically like at, you worked there <laughs> as a rite of passage. <laughs>
1: I well in college (laughs) in college you like did inventory for one of the cafeterias. Oh Oh, my god! I worked at the bookstore
2: for like a minute, and then I kept like trying to reduce my hours. And she was like, "Do you really want to work here?" And I was like, (laughs) "No." No. You would call off and you would go home on Friday. That? I would You're call like, off oh, all this time I don't on feel Friday. Good. Yeah, I got so many sweatshirts for a discount for like two weeks. I like all I bought were like hoodies, <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to do this Bye.
3: anymore.
1: <laughs> I had a job for about two days at a call center, and it was the worst job in my life. Yeah, it sounded pretty terrible. They would like listen to your conversation and then like yell at you after every conversation about what you did wrong. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they would listen. Because you had to, like, ask alumni for money.
3: Oh, ew. That's gross. I hated it. Did you just, like, not go back? Yeah, I just stopped going. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) Yeah, I went from, I worked at, like, the school cafeteria. I went from a randomly picked dishwasher, but it was okay because you were by yourself, and that was pretty chill. Mm. Um, Then Meg taught me how to make pancakes, and then I got to do breakfast. And then somehow I got roped into doing inventory, but that was great because I just like, made tick marks on stuff, and everyone left do, me alone.
1: Yeah, I used to do inventory for my dad. That's I made, cool. um, yeah. at the same place Katie did inventory, I also was a breakfast cook. So, yeah, I would make, like, the pancakes and I omelets
3: for people. Did the eggs smell like wet dog?
1: It was, like, the packaged scrambled eggs, like, just, wet like, the... Wet dog.
3: L- Ew. Not good. Not good. No, thank you. We would make those sweet potato pancakes. Oh.
1: Those were so
3: good. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, they're so good.
3: I bet if we ate them now, we'd be like, these are terrible. (laughs) Probably.
1: (laughs) They're really good at the time. Probably. Yeah. All right, give me the fan story.
3: You ready for an oldie but goodie? Oh God, what year? 2018. (sighs) October. Um, Louis was born that year. Crazy. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Crazy. From Evan Schachter.
1: Thank you for the phonetic spelling. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Schachter.
3: That's how I beat (laughs) Shaq. Hey, guys. First of all, I love the podcast. You've created a wonderful community through through this, whether you intended it or not. And I know I speak for all of us when I say I am grateful.
1: Good Lord. We're We're
2: starting
3: out very kind. I know. We're
1: grateful for you.
2: Truly.
3: I wasn't much of a reader when I was growing up, so when the books were coming out, I had no intention of ever actually reading them, despite having an older sister who would read even the longest of these books in a single day but i love the movies i watched them over and over again and even had my first kiss while seeing order of the phoenix in theaters the summer after 7th grade as i got older and all the movies had long since come out the window of opportunity in my life to read the books seemed to be closed i was always a little insecure about not being a reader and usually whenever i felt like i was finally getting into reading i would finish one book and then not have another book to pick up right pick up so i would lose my momentum and stop reading again One day I was looking for a solution to this problem and I thought, hey, I may as well read the Harry Potter series because once I finish reading one, there are six more to pick right up immediately. By the end of reading seven enormous books straight, reading will be a habit. Since I had always heard people saying the movies were missing so much from the books, and I'm a goofball, when reading the first book, I would hashtag a discrepancy between the (laughs) book and the movie after each chapter on Twitter. Example, chapter 10. Hashtag Harry didn't open his Nimbus 2000 at the table. Hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. It was a lot of fun, but after the first book, I decided it was way too much of a time commitment and I wouldn't be able to fully take in everything that was going on if I focused too much on the movies while I read. To make a long story short, I fell in love. I started book one last December 2016. As I was graduating college, and it, as of this past September 2017, I finished reading the entire series for the third time, including Cursed Child. Although, let's be honest, it can't be canon because Cedric would never do us like that. <laughs> I currently, but he does. I <laughs> oh <no. laughs> I currently have my girlfriend reading them for the first time. Nice. She is almost done with Order of the Phoenix and is loving it. Harry mm. Potter is my favorite series. It helped me grow as a person, and it is my escape from reality. When Harry goes back to Hogwarts, I feel his elation because it means I'm also going back to Hogwarts. Oh, that's Aww. good. Evan. That's good. Evan. I love that. I love that. Thank you. This is, this is from a while ago. How you doing? Yeah. Are you, you, you still here? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did your girlfriend finish the series? I got a girlfriend. How many more times have you read the whole series? Have you... Dove into any other book series? Are you a Sarah J. Moss Fan? Fa- Moss Fan? Fa- Moss Fan? Mass Fan? I want to know all the things. Yeah. And thank you for your story. Absolutely. Thanks for being so patient before it was read. Yeah. yeah What's for up real. with that, Katie? I don't know. <laughs> Should I do another serious joke? Yeah. Okay. Only if it's serious. It's very serious. Okay. What does Padfoot eat? Prawns.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's I so much better. Say- I meant <laughs>
2: prawns. Yeah, <laughs> it came out <laughs> weird though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What, redeem that please what that kind of <laughs> tiffany's laugh was way funnier than that no can couldn't get breath out. <gasps> it should have been like pad thai oh uh, that's funny what kind of pictures? write does, it in okay
1: yeah what, you should send in revisions like email the publisher be like your, this is
3: actually a better answer. unofficial <laughs> harry
1: potter
2: some <laughs>
3: of them i'm just gonna black out with a sharpie and say <laughs> never like, bring these to the light of day <laughs> what kind of pictures does dobby take Elfies.
0: <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. That's cute.
1: <sighs> if you'd like to follow us on social media. <laughs> Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Peters Family. Tiffany's on Instagram and TikTok at tiffswish underscore flick. And that b b bingo we mentioned earlier actually happened because we mentioned Alana Banana, which... <laughs> Banana. <laughs> but you heard her name
2: as Lou. Yes. So if you were confused and were like, actually, no, you didn't talk about Alana,
1: I also call her Lou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bingo went to Nikki to Hufflepuff. Boo! What's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Oh,
0: Great man. job!
1: <laughs> I'm
3: excited.
1: Uh, oh my gosh! And the standings <laughs> remain: Ravenclaw is in first, Gryffindor is in second, Hufflepuff is in third, and Slytherin <sighs> is in fourth.
2: James is weak.
1: <laughs> oh no!
3: Maybe because you went. <laughs> I couldn't breathe.
1: <laughs> please awesome. don't make fun of me. It made my whole day. Can I do a quick PSA before we end? Yes, this, so. please go ahead. Okay. So I just want to put a l- put a l- small little trigger warning right here for talk of cancer just because i know that that can be triggering for people mm-hmm. um but i want to hype everyone up about making an appointment with your dermatologist or looking for a dermatologist who's accepting new patients if you have never gone to a dermatologist before because <laughs> you said dermatologist I, I, I know i did i know you're right the i did
3: Trying to hold it together. I, was, I looked at you. <laughs> I know. So you. That was the problem.
1: This is serious, though. It is. Uh, to yes. <laughs> Um So everybody is supposed to go and get a skin check every year. I know that that is hard for a lot of people. But I just want to be your voice of reason to say go and do it. Because I had a spot on my forehead for a while now that I chalked up to just being... Like anxiety, like I am like an anxiety picker. If you are one of those, you know what I mean. (laughs) I pick my cuticles. I, you know. Anything. Anything that I can, I pick. It's dumb and you shouldn't do it, but I do. So there's like this spot on my forehead that I just assumed was me picking from anxiety because it just was the spot that like wouldn't heal and then I was like I'm getting all this scar tissue it's getting bigger and I like hated it I got bangs because I wanted to cover it Mm -hmm. and like I just I put it aside as you know being nothing but anxiety and it was in fact skin cancer um I had a moment of courage to go and make an appointment and I just like searched on Google dermatologist accepting new patients near me and I made an appointment. I just like I as soon as I made it I just like had a feeling I was like I think that I think this is gonna not be good and so I went and the second the dermatologist saw it on my forehead he said that's a basal cell carcinoma um, and I was like I actually okay just real quick this is actually how the conversation went down he said so who told you to come in for that and I said um the internet Google (laughs) And he's like oh really well what did Google tell you it is and I was like Google told me it's a basal cell carcinoma and he's like yeah well Google actually was right for once yeah and I was like well dang yeah (laughs) um so I have to get surgery in like March or April. It's called Mohs surgery where they just basically like scrape all of the cancer cells away. It is definitely like one of the quote unquote best cancer diagnoses that you can get if that's even a thing that exists. But still scary. it's one of the easiest to treat, I guess, is mm-hmm. a better way to put it. Um, So like the good thing is, is I'm going to walk out of that. Moe's surgery knowing that it's gone yeah you know so um just like do the thing make the appointment go and get it looked at a cool a cool little tidbit that he told me is after age 30 your body is not going to make any more moles so any mole that pops up after age 30 you should be concerned about and get looked at
2: oh interesting yeah Mm -hmm. why don't why isn't that
1: why is not nobody right yeah yeah, oh. she's so like, your body stops making new moles after around age 30, so any- well, anything... Well, there you go,
2: kids. Tell everybody you know.
1: Yeah, and, like, look up online what the ABCs of moles are. It tells you kind of, like, what to look for when you see a mole pop up. Um. So, yeah. Just, uh, just go do it, please. Thank you, and wear sunscreen, because... Basal cell carcinomas are a direct result of UV exposure. It's not anything to do with my genes. It's not anything like it's not random. It happened because of the sun, because of lifetime sun exposure. You know, like I I just wasn't uh, diligent enough with like reapplying and all of that jazz. So, yeah. Go get it checked out and wear sunscreen on your face every day. Mm hmm. At least 30 SPF is what he told me. There's some really
2: good. like yeah, I'm going to have to get new face lotion. Mine's only fifty. I actually
1: found a really good one at Target. The brand is called Derma E and I use their face wash for a long time. It's really, really nice and it feels nice on my face. It's not like super heavy, but it's 45 SPF. So I bought that for like, myself to put on my face. I'll try we've it
3: had the kind that make your like it makes your face feel hot and yeah. sweaty. But like we've tried two now. That are good. That I like, are really good. I don't
1: know what the SPF is on the Millie Bobby Brown yeah. Florence line, but I do like the Florence face. No, not that one sunscreen. And that Neutrogena one. And oh yeah,
3: and the Neutrogena face. Yeah, is also really nice. But um, yeah, highly. So recommend there are it. ones out there that don't feel like you're wearing a mud mask. Yeah. Because mm. that's the worst. Yeah. So. Just go do the appointment. Yep. Go get it
1: checked out. Make sure you're checking your moles. This one's for your bravery.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down.
0: <gasps> Amazing. my voice. i <laughs>
3: Blush you. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening
2: well I wanted to warn you and I'm probably gonna have to do I think the weather changing made me sneeze all day yeah anyway Uh.
3: (laughs) all
0: I heard was (laughs) 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 I (laughs) was like Voldemort